So I went to get the board off the car and I remember my, I was so nervous from all these different things that my hands were kind of like shaking and I thought, wow, get a grip, you know? From outside, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a marine biologist discovers a way back to the water with help from a unique community of women. After this. My name is Elizabeth Maiden, and everything in my life kind of revolves around the ocean, I guess you would say. I grew up in landlocked Kentucky, so there wasn't much in the way of beach time at home. But every summer, my grandparents and my aunt would take us to the beach in Florida, and we'd spend also some time in New Orleans where they lived, both of which were on the water. And so I got a lot of water time then. Eventually, I learned how to scuba dive. So I ended up spending a semester in the Turks and Caicos Islands in the Caribbean, And that's when I really fell in love with what is now my field, which is marine ecology, which is the study of how marine organisms interact with themselves and their environment. I was a latecomer to the surfing game. It was on our honeymoon, actually. My husband got really sick the day we got there. And so he said, I'm going to stay in the hotel room and just kind of recover. Um, You know, I'll see you in a little while. So I thought, okay, I guess I'll go and hire one of those boards and try to learn how to surf. And so I took a lesson with a guy at Waikiki who was very patient and understanding. And that first time I stood up, it was just so amazing. I mean, when you're on an 11-foot board, it's it's hard not to stand up if someone's pushing you in waves, which the kind gentleman was doing for me. But I remember standing up and riding along on the face of a wave, or I should say the white water of a tiny wave. And just, it was so exhilarating. I think I just thought I've got to keep doing this. Surfing had been a big part of my life. My husband and I lived in Sydney, Australia, where my husband's from, and all of our children were born there. I didn't realize how much I missed surfing until I probably was on our second child, and and I just really had kind of lost what made me me, I think, to some extent. I didn't have time to do art very much, which I used to like to paint, and A lot of the outdoor activities, surfing, rock climbing, stuff I'd done in the past just really weren't happening. And I think my husband was feeling pretty similar because we're very much both invested in in co-parent the children. And I think we made a conscious decision at that point. And we loved the friends we had in our inner city neighborhood, but we just realized we didn't really want to raise our children in a concrete world. And that's kind of what we were having to do. So yeah, we just picked up shop and moved to the little beach town of Avalon. We were a block from the beach. It just really fit our lifestyle of wanting to be outdoors and in nature. There were two issues though. One was that I was too nervous to paddle out into what can be quite an intense surf break when it's really firing. I felt like a beginner starting all over again. And a lot of that was just I'd lost all my confidence in my ability and how to deal with waves and how to be safe in the ocean. And so that really felt like just going back to square one. And also, I didn't have anyone to look after the kids, which meant that it was six months that we'd been living there and I still hadn't surfed at the break that was two minutes walk from my house. (laughs) 
And a friend then, who wasn't a surfer herself, she said, oh, I heard about this group that's starting. It's called Surfing Moms. And they're going to meet down at Narrabeen, which was about a half an hour away. So one parent will be paired up with another parent and you look after their children and your own children while they surf. And then after about an hour, they come back from surfing and you swap. I thought, oh, that sounds intriguing, but I bet they're all really good and way better than me. And I'm going to be totally out of my league. But nevertheless, I made myself go to that first meetup. And I mean, that first day, I remember I went and I was so nervous. My one daughter was with me and she was about one. But I thought, I'm not even going to get the board off the roof because I'm not going to surf. And I remember then I met them and they were, they were so nice. And Christine, who started the group, she said, oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, if you don't want to go out, that's fine. But I'm really happy to look after your your daughter. And I thought, oh, should I, shouldn't I? I just met these people, <laughs> leaving my child with total strangers at a beach I'm not familiar with in waves that are probably a little too big for me. But anyway, I made myself do that. I went out for a pretty short sesh, came back. My daughter was still happy and alive and, you know, everyone else was there and they were happy to cheer everyone else on. And it really felt liberating to know that now I solved the equation of how I'm going to get to be able to surf while being a part-time marine biologist and a mother and, and everything else. I ended up thinking, okay, yes, I've got to do this every week. They met every Friday. So I basically rearranged my meeting schedule. I asked a friend if she could help get my older daughter to school so that I could get there on time. It, it just really gave me kind of a new energy and a new dimension to my life that I realized at that point really had been missing. There are all these benefits, such as the children getting time outdoors with other children just playing on the beach, playing in nature, the network of support that it builds among the parents. Within about three or four months, we were taking surf trips, like moms only surf trips to other places. <laughs> and that really cemented that whole feeling of, yeah, this is a tribe of women that are there for each other and want to help each other get what they need, which is for all of us, the commonality was time in the ocean. In order to be the best parent, I found that, you know, I really did have to fill my cup as well. And Surfing Moms did that for me. And then fast forward four years or so, my husband and I both got offers to be faculty at the University of Hawaii. And as much as we did not want to leave that community, these were our dream jobs. This opportunity wasn't going to come along again anytime soon. So when we got to Hawaii, I just followed what we did in Australia. And a couple of people showed up that first day and it kind of just built from there. And now if anyone is interested in finding a group or starting a group, we have a website, surfingmoms.org. More than 20 groups around the country from New Jersey to California to Texas to now I think there's one in Oregon. So it's really exciting and it's grown amazingly well. And what's really made it grow has been this amazing team of women that all have phenomenal skills and intellect and passion for what they do and for helping other women and families grow their villages of support centered around surfing. My advice for anyone who's in a similar situation where they have maybe young children or any children and they want to get back to their outdoor activities is, you know, the surfing mom's model is not unique to surfing. It can be applied to just about anything that can be done 
in about an hour or so, and it only takes one other person to show up on a given week, and you can do that thing. And so, I mean, gosh, it could be rock climbing moms, it could be, I don't know about hang gliding moms, but you know, certainly anything like that really that people like to do and they need help to look after their children, the model applies. Elizabeth Maiden is a mother of three, an associate professor of marine biology at the University of Hawaii, and the founder of Surfing Moms. This episode was produced by Sarah Fuss Kessler. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson and additional editing by Sarah Fuss Kessler. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus subscribers who make this show possible. To learn about the many benefits of a subscription and to subscribe now, go to outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.